Time now for us to make sense of the markets with Lori Pankowski. Lori's the Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. And we're talking about, of course, how the markets are going out there. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. How are the markets? Markets are mixed. And, you know, it's been a bit of a roller coaster over the last week since we spoke last for a few different reasons. Um, but generally speaking, we've seen uh, the Dow and a lot of the markets recover on Monday after uh, we got the announcement of the stimulus bill being passed in the U.S. I mean, markets were up, uh, I mean, the Dow over 700 points on Monday. The rest of the markets up, you know, two and a half, almost 3%. So there was a big recovery that day, uh, which kind of soothed uh, the, the negative days uh, last week. So so what we're looking at right now, um, again, going forward, is to ensure that the stimulus package is going to be approved uh, in the Senate. It's not a done deal, so that's something we're looking at. And why the markets were kind of worried, I guess, was the idea of higher interest rates sooner. Um, again, looking at that, you know, my thought is, is that we're not going to see higher interest rates um, you know, for at least a year, if not longer. And again, this is a positive, you know, the thought about that is, is that the recovery is going to be quicker than expected. And remember, when interest rates do finally go up, this doesn't mean it's the, you know, the end of a bull market. Often there's bull markets and interest rates rising at the same time. Uh, it's usually that initial increase that causes a bit of a pullback. But like I said, again, I, I, you know, I think that would be in 2022, but vaccines are being rolled out and people are looking at the economy rebounding in 2021 here. So do you think then, um, Lori, when the financial package is passed, will there be like another bit of a bounce or has the bounce coming in anticipation of? I think the bounces come in anticipation. Right. And I think that as we see COVID numbers come down, you know, markets get more confident, investors get more confident when we start to see, you know, lockdowns ease, you know, not even here, but around the world. Um, You know, you look at Europe and, you know, I talk to my relatives in Germany. I mean, they've been in serious lockdown for, for four months. Um, and so when things start to open up, we're going to see a lot of pent-up demand um, for goods and services. Uh, we're even seeing that savings have increased uh, here in Canada over the last year, and, and I understand why. I mean, I'm speaking to so many of my clients, and no one is spending any money, right, because there's not that much to do. I mean, Amazon can only take you so far, right? Exactly. People want to, want to pay for experiences, not things, right? And so I think that we're going to see that later on this year, and I think there's a lot of good times to come. In the markets. I mean, I, I, you know, nothing goes straight up. It's, you know, a bumpy ride when you come out of a recession. Uh, but knowing what I know and uh, have been uh, in the industry for 20 years and trading through corrections and crashes, uh, you know, the worst is definitely behind us. And as things open up, we're going to see uh, improved markets. I, I think even, even stronger markets going really? forward in 2022. Are there certain areas that you look at, you think, okay, these are definitely going to bounce back big? Yeah. Uh, so what you're seeing right now, and I think we spoke about it in the last couple of weeks, you know, the, the great rotation uh, in terms of sectors, right? And so, you know, for weeks now, we've reduced a lot of the pandemic stocks that we held that really got us through last year, why we're, uh, you know, had good performance last year, and, and just understanding that everything uh, goes in cycles, right? And so going forward, um, you know, I mean, we even added things uh, a few weeks ago, like Air Canada, Um you know, and the leisure ETF, right? So as things open up, you're going to see a lot of demand in, in those areas. 
Um, and then industrials, railways, um, you know, some consumer discretionary. Uh, but again, you have to watch out for the things like Costco, Walmart, those stocks that really helped last year. Um, you know, they aren't doing nearly as well right now and have come down. And so, again, you just have to make sure you or your financial advisor is understanding, again, the world is changing. You've got to change with it. And what is in your portfolio is going to determine your return. So don't just look at the markets, go, oh, the markets are up, so I must be up. No, it's not always the case, right? And and even financials uh, do really well coming out of a recession. So make sure you own uh, some of those areas that are going right. to, again, get you through 2021. Okay, so how is Canadian GDP looking then? Uh, well, it's looking better. Let's put it that way. Canadian GDP beat expectations, increased 2.3% in the fourth quarter. Uh, a lot of that has to do with government spending, uh, business investment, new home construction, which again, you know, we're definitely familiar with here in Vancouver with how hot the real estate market has, has become. Um, but for 2020, the Canadian economy shrank by 5.4%, which is the steepest decline since the data has been tracked. So this is going back to the 1960s. So again, you know, we don't want to look, you know, in the rear view mirror. We know what was bad. We understand what happened. So what's going to happen going forward? Well, there are expectations for growth uh, to be in the 5% range for 2021 for GDP and 4% in 2022. So again, uh, you know, we're expecting 20. 21 here to be a big year for the economy as right. well, in my opinion, for the market. Okay, so lots to talk about there. Also, I found, Lori, that lately it seems like there's a lot of talk about inheritances, you know, because people have been coming into money or for whatever that reason is. Like, is that something that you get asked a lot about? A lot. And, and I don't know what it is. The last, uh, I'd say, two months, we've just had a lot of calls on this particular subject. We've had um, people calling in all sorts of different situations. So, so somebody may have a sick parent, right, um, that has been diagnosed with terminal cancer and they know they're going to be getting inheritance, but they don't know how to receive it. They don't know how it works. Um, others have just lost a parent, unfortunately. Uh, they're looking at selling real estate, right? They don't really understand that. Um, and uh, others uh, have just hid their inheritance in the bank last year, right, because they were worried about the pandemic and markets, and, and they didn't know what to do with it. But now they realize they may have uh, a large sum of money sitting in the bank earning like 0.1% or half a percent. They're going, okay, well, and they see markets going up, and they're going, what should I do with it? So, again, there's a few things you should be doing. One is getting advice, right? Um, you know, a lot of the people may not have significant funds themselves before they receive the inheritance. And I think that's where they're kind of going, huh, what am I supposed to be doing here? I don't even have a financial advisor or I've been trading online. We've had people doing that. They traded online themselves with their funds, which may have not been significant, but they don't feel comfortable. You know, when you sell a property in Vancouver, you could be inheriting like a one to two million, right? A house. Um, so, you know, from there you're going, okay, well, I need advice on that for sure. And, and some of those things that people are looking at, uh, I say creating a monthly income. Right. So people want to go, OK, well, maybe I don't want to work as much. Now I have all this money. <laughs> so right. how, do you get me, how do you get me some income? Um, and otherwise paying off debts. Right. Some people may have a mortgage and stuff. They want to pay off purchasing another property. Some people want to go buy a cabin, you know, um, you know, live their their own retirement dreams after losing a parent and inheriting money and, and then investing your portfolio. You know, should you be maximizing your RSP if you have room, uh, your TFSAs? So all of those kinds of questions we answer when people initially get that inheritance and make sure that 
that they're organized. One, most people don't just blow it. I know that's kind of, you know, out there the thought. People want to invest it wisely, and they want to make sure that it lasts them a a lifetime as well as their own children, right, and keep it in the family for years and years to come. That's always a big thing, too, right? It's always about legacy, it is about legacy. I mean, why do you work so hard, right? Why do you have savings? One, of course, for your own retirement. Um, and number two is, is to pass it on to future generations. And I know a big concern for a lot of my clients is how are their children or grandchildren, depending on their age, going to break into the Vancouver real estate market? Are they going to have to be renters for the rest of their lives? And nobody wants to see that for their own children or grandchildren. So what I've seen is, is that uh, early gifting, which you and I have talked about quite a bit, you know, there are things you can do um, to kind of reduce uh, how long it takes for you to get inheritance and, and also ta- you know, reduce the amount of tax you pay as well. If you, if you structure things wisely, if, uh, if you have a parent that may be ill and never received inheritance yet, and you may also want to think about creating a family trust and all these sorts of things. So these are things that we answer. Again, I always say, you know, you know what we do is we don't just manage portfolios. We make sure that everybody's family is organized, right? We'll look at the whole approach. What do they need? And inheritance, uh, unfortunately, unfortunately is a part of life and uh, and you have to have answers uh, for people on that as well. So true. Lori, thanks so much. Thanks so much, Simi. You have a wonderful week. You too. That's Lori Pinkowski. If you have any questions uh, about investing with Lori or anything like that, you can contact uh, her and her team directly, 604-695-LORI, or visit their website at pinkowski.ca. Lori is the Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity.